0: Seven forty-eight on the Crosstalk on WICM. So much to talk about. Our guest from Americans for Limited Government, President Rick Manning. Hey, thanks very much for talking with us. Let's start with the the, I, the top news: the State of the Union last night. Uh, a manifesto of mistruths.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, it,
0: it's I, I'm I feel sorry for Nancy
1: Pelosi and the left. Um, we've got the greatest economy in their lifetimes and they are missing it.
0: Do you pray for um, her, by the way, do you have do you have uh, uh, love in your heart for Nancy Pelosi? she she loves the president. she said that she prays for him all the time. but not publicly. I don't
1: pray for her as much as I should, but I will tell you that um, I, I do have I, I try to retain a respect for the office and it's a and she makes it pretty hard yeah yeah um it's a uh, you know the um i I had thought that what the president would do is he would um at the end of the speech, I didn't anticipate her ripping it up, but i thought he she he might do is turn around to her and do the mini clap the mock clap at her that she did to him last year Oh, but sure. It's a, uh, but you know there's a it, it goes to show you that the there is such a, a strong emotional reaction that we don't – she couldn't applaud the words. She couldn't applaud the sentiments. And it what it, it, well, it makes you kind of ties in to the idea that the Democrats don't believe in American exceptionalism – if I were running a commercial, and I'm going to do a commercial on this today, I'm taking the last 30 seconds with her ripping up of the speech, last, whatever, 25 seconds, where the president is talking about the greatness of America and then having her rip up the speech. I'm taking that. And then I take the CNN trio who are laughing at, uh, at Americans who vote for Trump, who support Trump, and who are cracking up and making and ridiculing them. And... I make that. I, I would basically get that into the hands of everybody who loves this country, and say we can do better. You know, we, we you got to replace these people. You have to replace these people in the House. Uh, the Democrats. They've. They've completely lost their minds i know
0: it's speculation but do you think that could happen there there's an awful lot of democrat voters out there and they may not be happy with their democrat president but they you know when when the conversation surrounds throw the bums out it is always the other bum my bum is awesome we got to throw out your bum because my guy we need to keep my guy
1: They fell 60 in Iowa. They had 170,000 people show up in the Democratic caucus. They projected they'd have 230,000. This was on a clear night where you had an opportunity. You had the most intensity. We heard about how much intensity was on the left and why they had to impeach the president because the Democrats were demanding it. And yet in Iowa, a swing state where they have three out of the four Congress members who voted for impeachment, they they fell 60,000 people short. Of their of what they anticipated in terms of turnout, and they still couldn 't count the votes it's a it is a that turnout is the big news out of Iowa. The big news is there is no intensity on the democratic side and the Democrats in the House in washington d c are grasping right now for anything to try to ignite their ignite, ignite people to support them, and people are turning their backs on and saying i don 't want to be associated with you
0: the economy it, it keeps Plowing on. In fact, uh, our listeners are pointing out: check private payrolls for January, best in five years, and that is an easy fact to check.
1: Yeah, it's it's exactly it's exactly right. In fact, everything he the president was talking about at the beginning was right off your Bureau of Labor Statistics reports. Um, you know if. if Tomorrow we'll get another one, or I guess on uh, not tomorrow on on Friday we'll get another one, and I, I may send a copy of it over to Nancy Pelosi and Steny Hoyer, the majority leader, who's my congressman. Um, I may uh, send a copy of it over to them so they can uh, so they can get something besides talking points because it's a um, we have fewer Mike. I mean, he didn't use this point. I think it's the most important one, and so I keep pitching it. I keep hoping they'll grab it. We have fewer people unemployed right now than any time since the year two thousand that is astonishing we've got twenty one million more people in the workforce today than in two thousand and we have as few people unemployed today as we did in December of two thousand Wow it is a it is an astonishing fact because unemployment unemployment is the real to me is the real measure we talk about three point five percent but that doesn't mean anything to people it's a low number but it doesn't mean something but when you talk about the num- the few number of people who are unemployed. That's the number of people who are hopeless. The number of people who are seeing they're desperate. That's the number of people who are seeing they're looking around, saying, "What am I going to do? How am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to survive?" That's the those are the people who are refiguring their entire lives around the the fact they don't have a job and they want one. And when you have that few number unemployed in as in the aggregate, it is a it is an astonishing. An astonishing fact that those people the, and the people around them, there's much fewer the, – the ripple effect of that of that kind of doubt of whether or not they're going to be able to make it goes away. And because we know there are more jobs available than there are people unemployed that by about a million – um, we know that people in their heads say, "Well, if I can always do something else, I can always get a job over here if I need to, to tide things over." And because there's because there's jobs available, it's far different than being in an environment where you're unemployed and there's no help wanted signs. That's when you start getting scared. That's when you're trying to figure out how to how to help how to keep your family intact and you know feed your kids. That's when that's when things get scary. And this economy. For very For most a vast, vast majority of the people doesn 't have that, and for those people who are in those places of despair there, there's at least the hope of a job out there. It may not be in the field they want, but there 's the hope of a job out there, and that that takes away some of the, a lot of the fear and that 's why your consumer confidence levels are so high
0: uh, the, the uh, impeachment extravaganza may end today with uh, the final vote uh, to acquit the president, uh, will it be behind us? I pray. <laughs> I said that I mean, with the straightest I, the, faces the, I can. The
1: Democrats are, are still going to play, are still going to try to do the same thing. It's the only thing they have. And, you know, they, they have orange man bad and health care. Um, and I don't think the people will, will accept their health care plans, of socialized medicine. It's up to Republicans to come up with something better. But it is a – but Orange man Bad is not going to get them the presidency. It's not going to maintain the House. And yet that's the only thing they cling to because they are – they're they're obsessed they're they're like a scorned scorned girlfriend or boyfriend who's hanging outside just um, yelling at the house because they don't have anything else to do. The House put and all their bad. eggs.
0: they put all their eggs in this impeachment basket and failed. Are there uh, Democrats in the House who are in precarious uh, a, a position for re-election?
1: Um, I, I don't I haven't looked at individual polls. Yeah. But I can tell you I'm, this. 30 to 31 districts were Trump districts. Um, that uh, Democrats hold, they're going to be in deep trouble in those districts. I would say there's 40 to 50 d- Democrats who are in play. Um, California is hard to guess because they figured out how to cheat so completely that you can't win if you're a Republican. But it's a, um, and that's where a lot of the districts are, the six to eight of them in, in sure. California. Sure,
0: Nancy Pelosi's but district. A, she'll be reelected every your, time she wants to run yeah, forever. So your, well, she'll be reelected. She, she
1: represents say, one of the wealthiest districts in the world in San Francisco. Um, um, so it's a she'll get reelected, but the question is: Will people in the Central Valley, who, who actually grow stuff for a living, will they will they uh, throw out the freshman congressman? There's a lot of there's about six seats in California that should should flip back to the Republicans if if there's an even playing field in the in the vote counting and who's eligible to vote. Um, but the fact is they figured out how to harvest ballots and basically get ballots from people who don't aren't actually they, they don't have to go to the polls, they don't have to mail them in, they just go and collect them along roadsides. They literally have boxes along roadsides for people to drop their ballots off. There's zero ballot security. Awesome. And then they come and deliver those boxes. When they figured out how much, how many votes they need, they deliver the boxes with the number of votes. With that many votes, um, yeah. We lost, we lost two seats that way in California, at least, um, in 2018. And, um, and so it's really hard to play the game when the other side uh, basically just makes a ballot after the election
0: it seems that the extreme left is still scaring Main Street Democrats. They don't have a leader yet. Uh, a number of political scientists concerned that the Democrats seem to be uh, riding a rudderless boat. Uh, and those Main Street Dems don't want Bernie Sanders to be the leader. They're still trying to figure out ways to, to uh, keep him down. Who are Democrats going to pick? Mike Bloomberg is
1: going to spend double the amount of spending that he's done. And, uh, Two hundred million. He going Whoa. to try to be the replacement for Joe Biden, as I as I've said before, because Biden's Biden's done. Um, he faced fourth in Iowa. He's done. Um, the and he's pulling third in New Hampshire. The um, so Bloomberg's going to try to be the replacement. He's going to spend a lot of money to be the replacement, and the Wall Street Democrats will love will love Bloomberg. Right, as um, long as none um, of the them buy. Got, the problem they've got is, you know. They they've got a millionaire socialist in Bernie who's going to be running against a billionaire leftist in Bloomberg. I almost call him a fascist, but he he's more fascist than he is anything else. But a billionaire who's saying you know I can win, and the Democrats are going to have a heck of a choice because the Bernie people aren't going to vote for Bloomberg, and the Bloomberg people aren't going to vote for Bernie.
0: Well, as long as some of them decide to vote for the status quo. I know. You don't like the president, but, uh, you know, look in the mirror. You are definitely doing better than you did.